Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Tuesday, March 15th, and in this episode, we have a whole hell of a lot. Cristiano Ronaldo. Does Cristiano Ronaldo things to Tottenham? Ah. Andre Yarmolenko with one of the moments of the season. Jesse Marsh, an amazing comeback game for Leeds. But first, Laurent, uh, anything happened today? Oh, God. It happened. It happened again. It happened at Cristambul. Crystal Palace has taken four points off of City, (laughs) and we've dropped six points to Spurs. So that's London has 10 against City. Yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, Yeah, City away. Crystal Palace unable to break them down. They had chances. They did their City thing. As I have said many times on these games, if City doesn't score in the first 15 minutes, they're in trouble. And this game was that game. City actually, when I really break it down, were really, really, really good. And so were Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace defended well. They had many opportunities on the break. It was one of these games where I respected Palace. Um, I knew about Palace, but... I just had a feeling it kept going. Bernardo missed an open goal. Mares missed an open goal. Um, Cancelo shot a nuclear bomb, no pun intended, as we go later through this time. A shot that if it had gone in, it would have been goal of the season. Uh, Bernardo missed a second one in the second half. Uh, Foden missed one. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong, but not in a bad way. It wasn't like a listless performance from City. It was a really good performance where expected goals, three and a half, two, two and a half to 0.5, and you get a nil-nil draw. And this is what happens to City. Uh, Narrative dictates, we must mention, TM, they should have got a striker. Uh, (laughs) uh, What the the striker brigade never discuss is, well, who's the guy who drops into midfield and help all the buildup that gets people on the ball? to create the striker problem. Oh yeah, you didn't get count for that because City's whole process is that they have all these midfielders that have to take the role of striker. Uh, Phil Foden did yeoman's work doing that. The weird thing was, you know, I never want to hear Pep Guardiola talk about fucking five substitutions ever again. I know that's Klopp's thing. He made no changes. Zero. There was... $152 million worth of players on the bench. Yeah. And Raheem Sterling couldn't come in. Gundogan couldn't come in. And they were kind of running out of gas at the end there. A little bit of frustration. Players pushing each other. Uh, Amaric Laporte missed a fucking header that went off his shoulder that he was yeah. wide open. He just mistimed it. Uh, City should have won this game. They win this game nine times out of ten. The heroic nature, the glad all over the Crystal Palace, Crystal Nach uh, going on it at, at Selhorse Park. It was great. Gallagher did Gallagher things. He had an interview at the end of the game. He's like, frankly, I can't feel my legs. We run so hard. I'm like, you fucker. God damn it. <laughs> oh, have, have we fallen out of love? With no, no, I love him. Uh, Kuyate was know. great. I mean, they had a good performance, but City win this game nine times out of ten. And, you know, it's just one of these games. City drop points. They now have a one-point lead, assuming all games being equal. April 10th gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and I am now an Arsenal fan 
because Wednesday, Liverpool go to the Emirates in a please, if there was ever a fucking time, you soft, limp-wristed fucking Arsenal pieces of shit. Get a result. Anything, anything. Just don't get beat. Get the draw. Play dirty. Shaka, don't play Shaka because he will get sent Ooh. off. <laughs> ah, you know, I bet a Shaka yellow card uh, on Sunday. <laughs> you always bet a Shaka yellow I'm gonna card. I'm going to bet a Shaka yellow card again on, on Wednesday. That's a so great that call. is my take on the game. I was hurting. I was upset. But any City fan, I mean, City fans are a weird group. Um, because there's so much history of being, there is literally, there's literally something called typical City. If there's an interesting way to lose games, we have it. If there's an interesting way to blow it, we blow it. If there's an interesting way to find ways to lose, we are that team. We were Spurs before Spurs, but we weren't even as good as Spurs. We had our own terminology. It was typical city, and we used to fuck things up. And the old fan base still has that, even though it's now 10 years, and we're still hanging on. Now, I don't know how I came to be a city fan, but personality-wise, I fit right in with the worst thing is going to happen. And I just kind yeah. of felt it. I was just like, oh, fuck. This is that game. This is that game. Uh, Crystal Palace somehow seemed to be one of our Boogaboo teams. Um, you know, there's, there's yeah, Andros, Andros Townsend, oh. Wonder Cunt goals. He's done two of them. Yeah. Uh, now Nowhere to be filed now, thank God. I never want to see him again. Um, so he's lost in space, and I don't want to see his uh, – his muffin on his head that he wears with his weird afro. But yeah, City just were good. I mean, there are a lot of good things to take from it. I thought like John Stones is so, so good. I mean, you forget when he doesn't play all the time how good he is on the ball. And you're just like, oh, all these other teams stink. Like <laughs> when you watch City right. and you watch other teams, you just go, oh, John Stones would like – if Spurs had John Stones, you'd be like, he's the greatest defender I've ever seen. <laughs> or like, you know, you watch Arsenal, you're like, oh man, Ben White's good. Then you go John Stones. He's like, fucking John Stones eats fucking Ben White's lunch. He's incredible. Yeah. Suzuki with the ball. He Cruyff turns out of trouble. He pangs passes across the lines. I mean, he and Laporte, they're so, so good on the ball. They're so classy. It's like, you know, City's dream. They, they, they're all midfielders, except some of them are taller. <laughs> so, so the thing that scared you was effectively has been rendered ir irrelevant for now yeah. with uh losing ruben diaz for a while yeah right? no i'm good uh i think you know i i do recall it's so tough to remember how good city can be how good sorry how good players that city have are when they aren't looking over their shoulder and they're one mistake from not playing so you yeah. get a guy two, three games in a row, and you go, he's fucking gold. <laughs> yeah, Because he and Laporte were just, they were snuffing everything out. And uh, Alisi, uh, Alo, Alo, my guy Alisi, Gallagher, there were tons of breaks with Zaha, where he and, and Laporte just stood up and just like, times when you're like, oh, that's when someone dives in and it gets a penalty. But they both stood their ground and really shut down any, all those breaks. There were a lot of breaks by Palace. They did a lot of good stuff. But, uh, you know, uh, didn't get it done. And City sort of sit where they are. And I am going to go through the scores say, because that's what we do. Sunday, Sunday. Wait, Saturday. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Saturday we had Saturday games. games. Uh, hold on. Rewind. Mike, Mike, say something interesting. Yeah, so we had uh, a lot, right? So, yeah. I mean, we're going to go through all of them. But uh, I actually uh, had 
a hungover epiphany on Sunday uh-huh. morning. And I said, I was actually perusing the Twitters and I saw somebody say, you know, Chelsea's going to win today. And I went, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, he goes, Leeds. Leeds is a good bet. And I went, Leeds is a good bet. They're playing Norwich. <laughs> and I went to my book and I saw Chelsea and I saw Leeds and I went, okay. And then I saw Wolves were plus 250 against oh. Everton. And I went, huh? Oh, yes, I'll have some of that. I'll take that, please. So I, I parlayed the three of them. Oh, baby. And I don't know why I did that. I just didn't think. And I just went, okay. All right. Uh, so and then I also tra- did Chelsea and Leeds. And now we'll go to the scores and we'll come back to that story. All right. So I think I missed the Thursday scores, but if we missed them midweek, Newcastle kept their run going against Southampton 2-1. They're cruising. Chelsea with Abramovich sanctions coming out of their ass. We don't know how many games they have left. Apparently Tuchel's going to drive them to France to play Lille. Uh, but they win 3-1 versus Norwich. But then we go into match week 29. It starts on Saturday when my friends from Brighton, who are now on a five-game losing streak, lose to Liverpool. They try to kill Diaz, uh, the new Luis Diaz. Uh, but Oh, I did they, see that. Yeah. Uh, but Brighton lose 2-0 to Brighton to, to, but lose 2-0 to Liverpool. Liverpool were good but not amazing. Salah with his 20th goal. His contract status is up. Brentford off the schneid, on the schneid. They are gold. They're up to Burnley drop down. It looks like Brentford's going to be safe now. That was a huge one. We called it out. Your beloved Tottenham Hotspur get mm. Ronaldo 3-2. They United were not good. I thought Spurs were really good. United uh, okay, were actively but, bad. We'll talk a lot more but, about this one. But, but, keep but Ronaldo did Ronaldo things. Chelsea then defeat uh, Newcastle 1-0 in a controversial game. They don't get the calls. Uh, Havertz with a crazy fucking goal. Really nice. Should have been sent off for an elbow. VAR, what are you doing? And then Shalaba literally drags down uh, Jacob Murphy. No call. No problem. Uh, I'll go to Everton Wolves. Everton are terrible. Uh, They don't score a goal. Frank Lampard, hey, uh, maybe he's not a good manager. Seeing as Tuchel took that team, got them three draws in a row, then took off and won the Champions League. That was weird. Leeds. It the last minute. Oh, baby. Leeds get a 2-1 victory. Oh, that was emotional and beautiful. West Ham win 2-1 uh, in another emotional and beautiful game. Watford, old man Roy, getting mm. his team off the schneid. Uh, they win with two. Cuco Hernandez is a fun player. He scores goals. Uh, liver, and then we go into yes, yeah, Sunday. We're into Sunday. Arsenal 2. Leicester fall apart. Hey, you know what, Mike? Leicester gave up a goal on what? On a corner. (laughs) That's now 15 on the season. That's one every other game. That's insane. That's so bad. And then we just talked about it. Palace do what they do to City again. And we have games, two games on Wednesday. You play Brighton. No, you know what? We'll win, though. And we'll get into why when we talk about United. And and Arsenal play Liverpool, what I was just talking about. So those are the scores. And let's go to to, uh, Old Trafford. Do we have to? We do okay. have to. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, I'm looking up uh, a tweet that I saw earlier um, about Tottenham's last 15 games. Are they are they win loss win loss win loss win loss? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tottenham's last 15 results: win loss win loss win loss win loss loss win oh. loss win loss win loss. That's unbelievable. We're gonna kick the shit out of Brighton because of that. But <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but this one game of those was uh, against my team. Which this was game incredible. was a lot because it was again, good. it was a, it was a super enjoyable game, and it was a frenetic first half. That so many times I was watching with my friend who's a United fan. So many times we both said this at half, like 
the second half is going to be a fart noise, right? Like it, it just peters out and the game calms down. But this nope. one was end to end for basically the first kick of the ball to the last. And um, so obviously it's the Ronaldo show. Um, but I think that there were moments where you're like, you can't let him do that. Right. Like um, the first yeah. goal just, so first of all, he gets mad that he doesn't get a handball on the box and he just gets literally goes into berserker mode and scores one from 25, 30 yards. <laughs> now, if you watch that play, Fred has this dink, like cheeky little flick that and then opens he makes up the, the run field. that opens up the space, which is right. really good. And so Dyer is caught in no man's land on that point. The obvious he doesn't, res- he doesn't move that well up and down sometimes, right? I feel like, but he he knows what he is. He knows what he's not. But so he goes, if I charged at Ronaldo, guess who's getting walked right around? Yeah, I know. right. So he's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. And he goes, I'm gonna try and block this shot, but make a perfect shot. Guess what? So one nil to United. Um, mm-hmm. but Spurs fight back, right? And and uh, I thought that you know I thought that we had significantly better of the game. And I'm trying. To I would remember. agree. I mean, it's not it's not too it's not too crazy. It's pretty. The, the the stats are close. The stats are close, but I I still you know having watched it, I'm like okay. There's it's kind of back and forth. We end up getting the penalty. That's what it was to make it one one. Mm-hmm. And um. There were chances before that, though. We had a goal called off for offside, which rightfully so, of course. But, like, um, so Kane puts it home from the penalty spot. Unstoppable. Never going to miss. Fine. Um, The second goal for United stayed with me because uh, it's, again, it's Ronaldo coming across Sancho, who, by the way, was great. Sancho made a couple of mistakes in this game. But I think the important thing was is that he's getting good. He was feeling it to the point where he's like, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to lose the ball sometimes, but I'm going to do shit like this. And he walks all the way around. Uh, He's all the way down the left side. He plays it into Ronaldo for a tap in. But um, that is so offside, except for Sergio Reggion's back foot on the other side of the field. I know. It looked so offside. (laughs) Well, because Dyer stepped up. And when I saw him step up, but this is before they have the lines on the field, I'm like, ha-ha, all right. He giveth and he taketh away. We're all right. And then they do the lines, and I see Reggion's foot like 40 yards from the ball, which, by the way, is such a bastardization of the spirit of the rule. I know. I just – you got to laugh, right? Sometimes it fucks you. Sometimes it doesn't. But, like – I just, ah, oh Christ, you know. And then um, you get, you get another, you get another on a, a Harry we, we McGuire get a slab head, uh, right? But, but, but uh, the, the shit housing by your man, uh, who, who's your who's Romero? Your, I'm Romero. telling you, he was there. I mean, he was there. He, but he Harry Maguire had every right to get up and punch him in the face. Oh yeah. So for the young initiator <laughs> who didn't see the goal, uh, it goes off a slab head, stupid face, uh, and into the net. 2-2 to Spurs, 72nd minute. We were in the ascendancy. This game, you score that goal and you're like, we're going to go win this fucking game now. Um, and as R- Romero's genuine first reaction is one of my favorite moments of the year for Spurs. It's been a tough year. <laughs> and he just <laughs> bends over in, in and yells in McGuire's his face. face and yell laughs <laughs> in his face. You fucking idiot. Or whatever he says. It and runs matter. off to celebrate with his team. Puto, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It definitely was. Um... But then he was then victimized. Well, he wasn't, but like, uh, again, a goal off of a corner, but like, Hey, um, they marked him with fucking Matt Doherty. Like, Hey, number seven, keep an eye on number seven. I get we're doing zonal marking. I understand that it works sometimes. Hey, 
just don't let number seven beat you, right? Like, I it feel did. like that should be a good But it's a rule. good header, man. Oh, yeah. It no, 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 absolutely. It just is. But it also yeah. was Matt Darty he beat on the yeah. fucking, like, what are yeah. we doing and, here, guys? And, and for United, as much as we talk about them, it makes a huge difference when they have Varane in there. Holy shit. It's just like, just, yeah. They're just oh, adding another a, level, a level of quality that they don't have in a normal basis. Uh, another thing that I noticed uh, straight away from kickoff was that um, Paul Pogba is a bit um, famous for his hairdos. And oh, it's for, gone. Uh, yeah, for for his uh, flamboyant appearance, shall we say? He went. With well, the he Pogba. he he went scorched earth. He shaved yeah. his head. He looks uh, scary. And so he will, <laughs> from hereby, be known as on the Squeaky Bum Time podcast as Paul Penis because that is exactly <laughs> what he looks like. Um, he so I think there's a, I think great. there's a, I think there's a Highlander reference for Man United. There can only be one. Uh, yeah, they can only have one Portuguese guy playing at a time. The right. Ronaldo goals were Bruno's goals, especially the first one. He was Ronaldo was going into spots where Bruno normally is. Sure. Yep. And the first so, one definitely. And I think that the Bruno issue doesn't make for that, that shot team, though. Oh yes, he does. He can make that shot. Uh, I mean, he hasn't been, but you know what I mean? I think the issue for United is when your team is selected based on the strengths and weaknesses of the players in the side, not that you have to play them, the team is much better. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Letting Pogba roam free and having Matic and Fred do the running and having uh, Rashford, even though he was bad, having Rashford and Sancho running off Ronaldo. And Ronaldo, and you can have... You can have guys roaming free and doing things and pressing, but you have to have a balance. And United just looked so much more balanced without having Ronaldo and Fernandez. So yeah, it's, it's a tough call. Um, but they weren't good. Well, look, what, what on another you, day, Spurs wins that game. Oh yeah, without question. I mean, I Sonny that, missed I some good chances. He's been yeah. Um, I thought that it was interesting right before the first goal that uh, Ronaldo scored, there was um, there was an opportunity for Kane uh, who ended up taking one more touch and then tried to play it into somebody on the, on the yeah, right he wing. Should have shot. He shoots and scores on that every time I've seen him in that area. And so that was the weird difference early on. I was like, my superstar didn't take his shot and yours did yeah. the probability of which if you would have told me when they both had the ball on their foot, it's like Kane's scoring and Ronaldo's not, right? Yeah, I so, think. I mean, this was a the thing. The thing to keep in mind is like this was a really good game from Ronaldo. Like eight shots, oh. five on target. Like this is vintage. Oh, there's the best player of all time is on my team now. Sure, sure, sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, but we let's let's move to. Well, hold on. Uh, but, but the thing yeah, is, is that he did a lot of the things we've lauded Kane for doing over the last two to three years especially as you mentioned with those guys running off of him, it was, it was Lucas and it was son and he was dropping back, which allowed him. He's 37 years old. He's not going to burn for 90 minutes like that. Okay. So what, so what he's doing is he's, and, and the other thing is he knows you're watching him at all times, except for when during the game winning fucking goal. Um, but so he's getting into areas and spaces where he could get the ball and move or shoot like if he wanted from 30 yards out. So, um, yeah, I thought that the 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 one-two play with Sancho, as I mentioned, was unbelievable. Rashford, not his best effort. But, you know, I mean, like sometimes that happens in that setup. Sometimes you become so one-sided that the other winger is like he's more or less just there for show. Um, but they get the points. Tremendously important game for their top four race, uh, their title, their top four charge, I should say. Um, Spurs are in the dust. It's hard to really say where they go from here. 
who the fuck knows what Spurs? If they win two, uh, three in a row, God, sure, that, that, they're that, not that they they're have, not but gone. They but like this is this is you can lose this game, right? I've said this on the show a lot. You can lose this game. You can lose to to City, who they are fucking impervious against. <laughs> um, but yeah, but this was a this was a this was not a bad loss. No, that's what I'm saying. This yeah. one stings because you basically got beaten by a one man band. But you can get past it if you beat Burnley and Southampton and get a result versus Wolves at home and all these other points you're leaving on the board that now those are the points that you're missing between you and Arsenal and yeah, you and United. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It would, yeah. If, if you get to the the, 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 brat, the tax end of the season, right, the business end, I should say, of the season, and you are in these races, those are the points that you go, what the fuck? What did we even do there? Because now you've got games against Brighton, against Arsenal, you know? You can yeah, the, have a direct it's that, it's impact. That, it's those Burnley games. Those it's the Burnley games. It's stuff like that. So, Taylor. yeah, Taylor. I mean, speaking of, teams I got over this one pretty quickly. But it's yeah. like I said, it's 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 the other games that end up killing you. You know. Yeah, and speaking um, of teams that handle these kind of games, Arsenal have not been dropping points against shit teams no. for a while, and they take care of Leicester at home, and they've got something going. They Leicester. are brewing. They are cooking. They're playing for fun. They are doing their thing, and it's been consistency. We now it's week on week on week on week with Arsenal, where they really beat the shit yeah. out of Leicester pretty good. Put put twenty shots on goal so, on yeah. on the regular with six on target. It's really you know no Vardy no party for for the great and powerful Leicester, who are now weirdly playing for the Europa Conference League. That uh, uh Brendan Rodgers said he didn't know what it was. Uh, now he does so because that's his season. <laughs> they're just they're so unraveled all over the field Harvey Barnes I watched this game Harvey Barnes was the only semblance of offense for the club the entire yeah. day it was it was like watching it was like watching an old dog die it was horrible yeah um, it's it's weird it's weird their um their defensive problems are just so prevalent and I I, I remember when Soyuncu first came and I thought that holy shit, that's the guy United needed. Now that's the guy nobody needs. So Yenchu's awful. He seems to get worse, and he's he's been the one who's been there the whole time. Yeah. He's still the right age. He's still a good age, only twenty five. He runs like a deer, but he seems to need uh, Johnny Evans. Who knew Johnny Evans was going to be the most important player who was basically holding this team together? It's bizarre. But uh, yeah. you know, the, their fullbacks never really came back. Pereira's a shell of himself. You know, they just don't have what they need. And, you know, they're, they're in mid-table now. They're just like, we're fine. We're safe. We're not going anywhere. We're not going to finish in the top four. We're in that that group, that group of play, that group of teams that's good on a day, but then can lose to anybody or beat anyone. But yeah. with Arsenal, they're just playing sharp. And if I could give more love to Odegaard, I would. Weirdly, the Shaka party is actually working now. Party and Shaka well, seem to be getting together, and not making party mistakes. Was, so as I said, Party was unbelievable. Yeah, on Sunday really he was all over really the place. Good. He had the first goal on a header. He yeah. should have had a second one, which ended up being a penalty late in the game. Yeah. Um, uh, Xhaka, like we said, well, let's wait until Wednesday's over before we <laughs> let's maybe hang on to that. And um, then, yeah, but, they're just yeah. good. It's weird. It, and and I mean, Saka was was electric. He was always. he was really really good. It's weird. Like they they don't have to play Smith Rowe. I mean, they have this right. rotating Martinelli Smith Rowe thing, and then they've got the veteran 
Lacazette, who's just sacrifices. He does everything they need. He drops into the midfield. He sprays balls out wide. He's just good. Like mm-hmm. he's one of these strikers in these modern offenses. He's in the Firmino role. He's in the he's in the City striker drop in role. These these strikers that don't score goals, but you can see you're like, oh, they make the team run because sure. these. You've got these wingers that are super fast, super dynamic, but they can't, they don't have the skill to play at the nine the way these teams want to play the nine. And they just, they just bring people in all the time. Saka's just played in. Martinelli just played in all the time. They're just starting trouble. And while Arsenal have four games in hand or three, three of those games in hand are Liverpool on Wednesday, Chelsea. Spurs, and, and Chelsea. Yeah. So those are not gimmies. And we're going to learn more about Arsenal uh, on Wednesday. Um, this is going to be i i don't expect I don't expect them to win, but I don't expect them to get blown out either. No, I think, I, I think I the, the days of them, I, yeah, the days of them getting the doors blown off them are probably behind them. Uh, I would expect, but you know, it, it could be tight. Like they should have beat City in that one nil in in January. They have the last really bad blowout they had was. No, it's it's been a while. They haven't really gotten beaten badly for a while. Well, they have an Everton loss on the books. That's yeah. <laughs> um, what I would say though is, uh, and we talk they are about giving it a lot. up goals. We talk, yeah. Well, yeah, but we talk a lot about it a lot on the show. Um, they have guys who have the Englishness who will play for the shirt. Who are they're they're getting up for this game. They want to go and not just spoil Liverpool's title Announce charge themselves. But they want to announce themselves for next season and in the Champions League race. So there is a lot more than pride on the line here for Arsenal. But I think if it were only pride, it would still be a competitive game based on that. So I like this game. I I, I do wonder if they're ready to do this. I think if Arteta is smart, he will not play Shaka in this game. I agree. I just thought of something. Is, Is this the classic... Oh, here come the Arsenal. Oh, wait, no, Liverpool beat them for nothing, right? Like, is I, that? that yeah, it could be that. It could yeah. be that. I do worry for that. The, the, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's one of those narratives where I, I They've wonder. They've got believers the, out of us. This though, is out this of is me. the moment. Well, this is the moment. These are the moments. I don't yeah. know. I, I this, this is the is final a test. boss. This is a. This is one of those moments where can they have a good performance? I mean, they did have a really good performance against City, where they should have won, um, and. The Emirates is loud. It's yeah, got well, some juice. It's, it can be. It's this is a you can admit it or not. This is a likable group. You know. Oh no, it is. Teams it that bothers come me. Up. Yeah, it bothers it's me. Yeah. Really likable. You really like Ramsdale shouting and being afraid to watch the team take penalties and shout at his end. You really like Saka and Smith Rowe and the high socks and the and the and and Martinelli. The, and, yeah, and all that, all the weirdness, all the weirdness, and and Odegaard like this weird. Norwegian kind of smooth operator who who has flicks and tricks, not because he's flashy, but just because that's how it's done, dude. I'll say this, and mean? it's a great segue. He reminds me a hell of a lot. He's he's more he's more flashy, maybe not as functional. Reminds me a lot of early Christian Eriksen. He has that quality, yes, right. And they're they're both of Viking de- descent. 
Exactly. Not the same Unless, Vikings, different, but yeah, Norwegian versus Dor- They were Denmark. all fucking each other at some point, okay? <laughs> yeah, and you wanted to you want to segue into Yeah, like, let's go Harrison. into Brentford Burnley because yeah. uh I saw a side by side uh of Brentford's first goal compared to a goal that Spurs scored in the 2019 season. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh and it was the exact same spot with the exact same spot part of Christian Eriksen's foot onto uh, Ivan Tony's head. And two years, three years ago, it was on to Harry Kane's head. So, listen, um, if he stays yeah. there and they stay up, there's no reason next season even Tony couldn't be booked for 25 goals. There's absolutely a, it, it could if, happen. What you mean if if Erickson stays? There. If Erickson stay, if Erickson oh, stays, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, because they'll run for him all day. Yep, and he yeah. won't have to, which yeah. is good because his yeah, heart will explode. <laughs> But that was a huge win for them, and, and Burnley it was. That was just I don't. Well, know, wait, we've that, been that, saying I mean, in dice we trust, but come on. Well, hold on. Let's 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 dial it back to before the game starts, right? So Burnley has a couple games in hand. They're on twenty-one points in nineteenth place. Uh, they actually were in eighteenth place before the Watford win, I believe. And Brentford's on twenty-seven. They're not safe going into this game at all. This was the okay. Realistically, yeah. out of what nine games left. They probably need five points. Yeah, it's right? it's 35-36. You're totally you're, That's what I'm saying. You're good. You're but so they go into that game going, we need eight or nine points, and they got a third of them right there. Right. Well, remember so, we said it's gonna take eight wins and they have eight. And and like everything else we've talked about in this race, how many times has it turned on a team winning two in a row? There you yeah. are, Brentford. So yeah, you're 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 doing okay. Thankfully, it makes me happy. I I think if anybody's listened to the show uh, for more than a few episodes, you know that our love for Brentford runs deep. So yeah, um, it, it left for a while, for but then it came back. Staying, I was just sad. Yeah, staying in the bottom, we have Leeds who also get off the Schneid and get the, their wins in a row. This was huge. Ooh, they ooh, had ooh. they had played well against against Leicester City and should have won. Then got beat pretty badly against your mob. Is that right? Four nil. Yeah, oh yeah, they got smoked. But that was the game this, that killed Bielsa. Yeah, and then this this game, they are winning. They're doing fine. They of course give up the obligatory goal. It is Leeds after all. Pascal mm-hmm. Schrock. Terrible. Well, all right, so let's live this game through through vicariously through through my eyes. So again, I <laughs> oh mentioned you've got that money on the line. I had mentioned the parlay, and it was a it was a hefty little uh, little chunk of change. It was eight hundred bucks uh, to win. I didn't put that much on it. I don't have okay. a problem. Uh, I put a hundred bucks on it to win 800 or 200 to win. It doesn't matter. Um, so they get again, a goal early. They're up a goal. Early. Chelsea. I have Chelsea wolves and Leeds all money line. Leeds is up early. Wolves are up early. And then they have the red card. So it got a little cagier than I thought at Everton wolves, but I never really paid attention to that. Um, <laughs> but Chelsea, Chelsea, I had the same feeling that you had watching man city. And I'm like, it's just that game. It's blah, blah, blah. Like they're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. So in the span of, let's say, five minutes, <laughs> Chelsea score in the 89th minute. They go they up 1-0. Okay. Leeds is still up 1-0. One, one, one I'm in the money right now. Yes. Norwich. Timu Puki. You son of a bitch. <laughs> in the 91st. First, yes. Wow. Oh, boy. I, I sat there. And luckily, the thing that I do – when I catch a bad beat or a loss oh. is I just go catatonic and I internalize it, which means <laughs> the show is probably not going to make it through like another 10 or so episodes. Cause I'm going to also have a Christian Erickson and die. Um, so 91st minute, Kenny McLean from Pookie um, ties it. And we're on to four plus minutes of stoppage time. Now at the restart, 
Jesse March brings on Joe Gelhard. Joe Gelhard. Top scorer in the Premier League 2 last season with 11 mm-hmm. goals. The Leeds fans love him. He's like 12 years old. He is their future striker. Where has he been all year? Why don't oh. you just play him? Uh, yeah. But he comes off the bench, and it happens. He wins well, he, the header. He pushes, yeah. yeah, he he pushes Rafinha out almost through to the right. Rafinha yeah. dances around the keeper. It's a and, really nice ooh, move. It's ooh, juicy. It was sexy. And then he <laughs> salts it right back over to Gelhard, who taps it in. Uh, and there cute. was a pants optional party in my living room. Uh, Holy shit. It was just what like Ellen Road. It was just like I'm telling you, it was awesome. And I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna repay leads um for this. Okay. On Friday, and if anybody is in the New York City area, you're more than welcome to join. Uh, I will be at the Leeds bar watching the Leeds. Uh, I think they're playing Wolves match. Oh, nice. Friday, 4 p.m. It's one of those weird Eastern uh, uh, daylight savings time, but not really in England uh-huh, things. Uh-huh. You got the late start. And I am going to be in that number. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you're just I going to Leeds? You're just going uh, to the league Yeah, because I have a couple of hours to kill before I go to see my brother. So I was like, fuck oh, okay. it. Like, <laughs> All right. So Leeds it is. You're going to love it. They're probably going to love I you. You're going you're to kiss everybody. It's going to be great. Oh, I'm, it's Norwich, Nor- Norwich, we know. They're just done. <laughs> like The less we talk about them, the better. However, they still have games. If they win two in a row, they they're, they go from 17 to 20. If they win two in a row, they're almost not in trouble. <laughs> right, right. Speaking of the other friends down in, in the hell that is the relegation fight. Uh, um, Southampton lose to Watford. Uh, just Watford, you bastards. Roy Hodgson, you motherfucker. They do win the XG battle. Chucho Hernandez scores two goals, one in the 14, one in the 34th. He's been scoring some quality goals. Uh, I have watched some Southampton stuff. A lot of dominance from Southampton and then somehow giving up goals. They have this in them. They're a weird team. They're still well coached. They're just not as good as you want them to be. Uh, Ward Prowse, a, a missed header by them that could have brought this game level. But Watford get off the schneid. They're now ahead of Burnley, but they're on 29. Uh, who else did we have? There was someone else. Well, oh, we talked, Everton. We on, yeah, we touched on Everton. And that's <laughs> oh, the thing. Ah, okay. They, and I, and I've, been, I've been playing this game the whole year. They have three games in hand. This couldn't possibly happen to them, right? Yeah, but now they lose hey. another player with a red card. He's going to miss a couple games. They don't have enough. Play- At this point, that's good. <laughs> yeah they're really bad they're just not even creating anything now no. wolverhampton the, the wolves are tough like that's not a joke oh no i i did not yeah. think that it would be this close yeah it, it was but at home everton needed those games at home i think there was a belief that sure frank lampard wants you to press an attack but doesn't really show the details of it you thought that everton would just play frenetic and score goals accidentally and win games just because they're better. But I think they've right. now got like the rot creeping in where they're playing with fear. They're playing with no confidence. I know that there's numbers and metrics and all these things that happen within all sports. But if there is one game that lives on emotion and time and there's no timeouts and the players are on the field and it is the name of our show. So drink, get ready. It is squeaky bum time for Everton. They're not handling things well. They just, like, what happened to Dominic Calvert-Lewin? Is he dead? Did Did he stop 
does he does he not play anymore? Is he just is he broken? So in the Tottenham game, Richardson keeps trying to score goals. I forget in the in the Tottenham game. I don't think he started, but he certainly made an appearance, and he just looked completely disengaged. Didn't give a shit, right? Uh, And Richardson is out there basically doing it by himself to what extent that he can. He's not that good. He just runs hard, and he's Brazilian, so you think he's really good. Well, he almost Um, he hit the bar. No, I, I. Right, but I'm saying he has he has the ability to win a game for you, but not often, not by himself. Right? Not enough. Like, no, not enough. I, I don't mean, know. Andres, how is Damari Gray not playing all the games? Why is Andres Townsend still on this team? Like, what the fuck is going on? They pull Deli Ali. Dali's giving them nothing. I mean, what that is going doesn't on? Surprise me. No, so there are three shit. games. There are three. There are four games. Excuse me. That they do have in hand are, wow. Burnley, Leicester City, Watford, and Crystal Palace. So yeah, they've got some bums. They they can they can right, but they like, have an are, easy schedule. It should be okay well, until they get into this. Yeah, West but what Andy I'm saying United is Palace, those are two two of those that I mentioned, right? Watford and Burnley. Those are knife fights. Yes, those are. If you don't win one of those games, you're going down. Yeah, it's getting it's getting uh it's getting kind of heavy. They've got to win. Both of those teams take points off of you. You're in deep shit, pal. Yes, yes, yes. They've got to beat fucking Watford. They have to beat. They really have to no- win one of those games, and and by 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 have to win, I mean you can't draw both of them. That's not good enough. Yeah, and they've got they've got a Newcastle in the makeup game. Like they're not they're, they're not nailed down. They're not nailed down to beat Newcastle. No, I would take Newcastle in that absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And I think by then Trippier will be back. Yeah. So. They're a mess. They hand over all the power to Rafa Benitez, who fires all this hierarchy and directors of football and scouting network, and he transfers out Dina, and then they fire him. Yeah. Like, that's just stupid. Like, what are you doing? Like, I think, and I mean this with the bottom of my heart, if they fucking rode with Benitez, they'd be fine. He would have found a way. Because he, he would have just not been like be in the situation that they're in right now. He by it, by by fine, they would be in the Premier League next year and he would be gone. Yes, and fans would hate it. And he they, you just this this team is a mess. They've got Russian oligarch connectivity, they've got financial yeah. fair play shit going on. They're not fine. If they go to the championship and try and build that stadium, they could disappear. Like these yeah. things. I don't think people understand. I mean, our English fans, you guys know. But when you go down, it's not a guarantee that you bounce back up. You need infrastructure. You need a way to play. You need everything to be good. You need to be able to go, oh, okay. We're down here. We know how to get out, right? Yeah. Because you can – it's five seasons. All of a sudden, Nottingham Forest, two-time European champions, it's now – 20 years in the championship. Yeah. Brentford was what 70 years between their top but they were, wins. But they were kind of down. They never, oh, I know, I know, but like, they're not a big team Leeds in the wilderness, yeah, 16 years city had some tough moments. City are, you know, city were, were in the role of crystal palace. We were kind of like a, we're here. Hey, we go down sometimes, but not all the time. We had some trophies in our history, but you know, it's, they won a playoff. One the most famous game before the Aguero goal was a League One Championship 
two goals down in, in extra time to bring to penalties against Gillingham and Tony Pulis in 1999. I've watched that game. It feels because <laughs> <laughs> I needed to feel it. Um, uh, what do we got left? We've got, we've got, we've covered a lot of stuff. Do you want to talk about Jesse Marsh a little? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to see that. I mean, again, that's a, a big win over a, a plucky, but sort of hapless Norwich team. But again, three points gets you from that conversation. We were just in with Everton and Watford and Burnley out of to it. out of it for now. Right. Like, Hey, yeah. keep yes, moving. It is very much. It is very much for now, but the, the, the relegation fight is, Literally, Everton. I mean, Leeds are on twenty six. Everton's on twenty two, yeah. and then Watford's on twenty two. Burnley's on twenty one. Norwich on seventeen. It's really three from four, and one of those four is Everton, which is insane. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> if you would have told me, or not me, if you would have told Everton fans who were rejoicing and dancing in the streets when they when they got rid of Rafa Benitez, like you said, moments after they selling Dima. They also started the season three and one, three zero oh and one. Yeah, yeah. But like, I I want to hear like how that all went down. They're like, all right, cool. So uh, like, the ownership is like asking for a recap of the transfer window activity. And like, right. So okay. So did you bring anybody in? Yeah, we got Deli Ali. Uh, oh, cool. They mean that that star from Tottenham. Uh yeah. Yeah, let's go with yeah. Yeah. Is he his... still good? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah he's yeah. still good. Um. Okay. Great. Uh, what about Vanderbeek. Uh, yeah, right. Donnie Vanderbeek. Oh, you mean the guy that Manchester United bought for like 50 million a couple years ago? That's the guy. We got him. Does he play? Well, well, you know, did you spend a lot on him? No, no, we didn't. No, we didn't spend a lot of money. Oh, okay, cool. Um, well, all right. Then, uh, how did you, any um, defenders, any, how did, how any you, midfield? Yeah. How did you fund this, this, these moves? Uh, we, um, we, 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 um, we sold Luca Dina. We sold Luca Dina. Well, sorry, what was that? We um, <clears throat> we sold our primary <laughs> offensive creator. We right? sold Luca Dina. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. yeah. No, he's not on the team anymore. Yeah. Why? Uh we. I. I just. I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't him. like him. He was not <laughs> very nice to me in in training one time four months ago, and I never forgot that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're fired. You're fired. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Pack your shit right now. Get the fuck out. Yeah, they just didn't get like guys who are up for the fight. And even there, even Lampard is he? Has he been in a relegation battle? Uh no. never. Right? No. Has has Delhi? No. Vanderbeek? No. no. They're no. not. None of these guys are up for it. And as long as Michael Keane is playing, they're not fucking winning. Oh, games. he's unwatchable. He's, he's so, actually he's very his, watchable. I'll tell you when he's watchable. When, when you're that, going against him, the other one who everything. I who I love and I dearly am sad to see him the way he is, my boy Seamus Coleman, who I've loved since his Leighton Baines days when he broke his leg. I just always liked him. He's he now like year a... he's year thirteen, still the core of defense. It's like my guy, yeah. you gotta go. Didn't he have like an absolute thunderbolt at Anfield one time, like at the end of the game to beat Liverpool, or maybe to start a draw? It's, There's no way because because they never beat you. Liverpool. No, no, no. It was it was a draw. Oh, okay. Well, then yes, yes, I do recall that as a draw, maybe. And this, but this would have been pre-Klopp. Oh yeah, it was pre-Klopp. Oh okay. He's yeah. been there and, since the fucking War of 1812. Yes, yes. He he was there when the Irish troubles were still going on. I'm not. He was part it. of the accords. I, oh, I, I remember this. It's not we've got to talk. We've got to talk the love and joy of football. The uh, Yarmolenko goal. Uh, yes. West Ham at home. So so we know about the war in Ukraine. 
It's awful. It's terrible. Respect to the Ukrainians. They're really holding out. They're doing like Crystal Palace versus Manchester City, but just like 90 yeah. minutes. Let's try 20 days. Yeah. So they're <laughs> but, a smart man once said it's tough to win on the road. It is tough to win on the road. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing well on the road. But Yarmolenko, who is born in Russia of Ukrainian parents, he's from St. Petersburg, a.k.a. Petrograd, a.k.a. something grad, Stalingrad. I don't know something. They change the names all the time over there, depending on who killed who. Um, so it, I think it's back to St. Petersburg. So he's Russian born to Ukrainian parents. The war begins. He's got to figure out what the fuck's going on with his family. He takes, I think seven or eight day leave. It's affecting him. He's having a hard time. West Ham has been great to him. Very classy West Ham, a community based team. It's the, it's the East London. It would be like if the Lower East Side had a team and the Lower East Side was still the Bowery Boys. So freeze New York City in 1930, put a team on like Bowery and Canal Street, and that team is fucking West Ham. <laughs> yeah. And then so, take their stadium away and make them go all the way to the Bronx. <laughs> sort of. Or make them go to like the, the fucking Hudson Yards. Yeah, right, like, right, oh, right. Yeah. Fuck you, fucking yeah. Hudson Yards. It would be more like the East Side. It'd be like where the UN is probably. Anyway, so Yarmolenko comes on. Uh, I don't know the circumstance of it, but the goal is fucking killer. It's one touch, boom, uh, in the box. Someone fires it into him. He grabs it, hits it in, and he has a really cool celebration. He runs over, drops on his knees, puts his hands up. Then it's hands to the face. The whole stadium, Aston Villa fans, the whole stadium. So there's a way in. No one's booing. The play, his fa- the teammates surround him, and he's just weeping. It's affected him. You can't not feel for that moment where you know that someone is at work and doing their thing. They're having a moment of emotion, of feeling, of worrying about his family, of worrying about, I bet you his house is split in half. His parents are probably old, be like, Putin's all right. And he's like, oh, we're fucking Ukrainian, but we're in Russia. It's all fake. Aren't they all Nazis? No, they're not all fucking Nazis. Although Ukrainians, don't talk to them about Jews. But anyway, that's a different story at <laughs> a different time. Uh, and then the African students trying to get across the border. That was weird, too. Um, but anyway, they're fighting sometimes black and white. So he cries. It's a moment. Football lives on forever. Um, it's a baddish loss. For Aston Villa, who seemed to had a little blip, then they right the ship. But this is a this is not a good loss uh, for um, for the uh, in the war of claret and blue. However, well, hold on, I don't know. I, I don't know that I agree with that. I, West Ham have top four aspirations, and this goal, well, they end up winning two one, but that puts them back into the conversation, into the race. They're still the dark horse for the race. But let's be clear, what, what Champions League is to Arsenal. Europa League is to, to West Ham. And by the way, they finally did lose in Europa League in midweek. <laughs> yeah, but they still have a shot against Sevilla. No, of course. No, I don't yeah, think so they're done. I think that's uh, I think better that, than them. But. Yeah, I think the thing with West Ham is they are a live fighter. They seem to have the structure to take punches. They seem to be running a long – they're a marathon runner. They're going to take you to distance. They're going to give you the Jake LaMotta – to uh, Sugar Ray Robinson, you never knock me down, Jake. You never knock me down. <laughs> and they will keep fighting, and they're going to keep on going, and they're still lingering. They're still waiting there. You fuck up, West Ham will fucking jump you. They'll jump. You show up weak, they will jump you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not getting goals 
from from Antonio, but that doesn't matter. Maybe Yarmolenko can sort of summon something. As long as Rice and Suchek are in the middle there, they are doing things because the goal for Yarmolenko was set up by a run from deep from Rice. He just took off. He's six foot something. He's very upright. He's an odd runner, but he doesn't lose the ball. And he just had his head up the whole time. You're like, there he goes. Oh, there's Declan Rice running through the midfield, going from offense to defense, fires a pass into Yarmolenko, bing, boom, bosh, the goal happens. Um, and that was cool and a moment that football mattered again. The goal, I will say, for Villa is an important goal because it's from our friend and yours, Mr. Jacob Ramsey, the best young midfielder to come out of England in a long time, just 20 years old, already on six goals out of the yeah. midfield. Um you know, they've got a good thing going there in Aston Villa. It helps when you get funded. Uh, I don't know what Gerard does. I think he just walks in a room and says, I'm Steven Gerard. Give me the fucking players I need. And you're just like, okay, I got right. it. Yeah, we go again. Okay, fine. Don't slip. Uh, but they got this. Uh, I mean, it is weird. <laughs> they don't slip. I know. I know. I know. Um, but it's no, continue, they're fine, though. They're, continue they're... Watkins, Ings. I, I mentioned this in the in the middle of the game against Palace, and we talked about this last week. But that group, that fucking dirty bunch of Villa, Southampton, Palace, Leicester, Brighton, Newcastle, that group, they're fucking troublesome. They'll fuck you up. They're oh, yeah. good. They have good coaches. Whether where they are in the table, how their season is gone, any day of the week, you'll be like, fuck. Jacob Ramsey scored a fucking goal on us and they beat yeah. us up. Or Palace. You're like, what the fuck? Where the fuck is Zaha going? That fucker. And Elise throw, throws in a cross. Or you you play Leicester and it's like, Jamie Vardy fucking in with Madison. God damn those fuckers. Yeah. They're and, all really tough. And that and brings us to The middle is good. Yeah. The middle that brings is us to Wednesday. So yeah. you've got... Uh... You've got Spurs going to the Amex or whatever it's called now. Again, at uh, your beloved it is the Amex. They they they've really. I think I don't think they realized how much Dan Byrne meant to them. Uh, it's weird. I think there's a signal when you sell a player who's like, "Hey, that was our that that guy played center back. He played left back. Yeah, yeah. Now he's gone. Like, what are you guys yeah. doing?" But they bought him for four, sold him for fifteen for a team like Brighton. They do that every day. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and so. Um, they play Again, your mob. The logic says win loss, win loss, win loss, win loss. This is going to be a win for Spurs, um, and they sure as hell need one. But um, the this question is a, I have is a tough is, game, man. I see that course. as a draw. Of course, of course. Um, the question I have is: Does Lucas get in? Because he's obviously been a bright spot. He looked great off the bench the other day. Sonny was kind of absent. They took Kulisevsky off for uh, Lucas down a goal late. I would not have done that. Uh, I would have taken Sonny off. I, I first guessed it at the time. Didn't have it on Twitter, so sorry. But um, you just kind of have to take my word for it. I no, I thought that um, there are games where, where Sonny kind of disappears, and that's okay. Um, but you've got to recognize when they are and and just yank them for a I don't guy think, who does I don't think it's against have, Brent. I don't think it's against Brighton because Brighton are a possession team. Brighton are a team that play on the front foot. Brighton are a player are a team that push up with their fullbacks. It's yeah. the kind of game where in transition you need Sonny. And I think that well, if you if you don't play Sonny in that game, that's probably a bad idea. I wouldn't even disagree with that. But what I'm saying is I think Lucas gives you a lot of the same. Now, I'm not saying he's as clinical 
as as uh, Sonny is. But I think that they're very similar players. So it makes you wonder, does Kuliseski give way? Should he? Absolutely not. He's been, I for my money, he was the best not player, not named Ronaldo, on the field on Sunday or Saturday, whenever the yeah. game was. Then we've so, got... He's He's got the Liverpool Arsenal, which we've already talked about as like, good God, please, for all love of Jesus, may all the gods, the old and the new, find the spirit of Patrick Vieira, bless Thomas Partey to attack and destroy Liverpool and treat them like the scouse cunts that they are because we need them to not win. (laughs) A draw is fantastic. I think a draw would be the most uh, interesting outcome for the neutral, right, for the title race. Yeah. Um, because then you're still a full three points behind or they're ahead, uh, ahead of, yeah. of, of Liverpool, I should uh, say. Yeah. Watch, watch Arsenal just get the doors blown off them. I'm saying, anyway. man, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. It's also possible. Every year, every fucking year. They now, I've never in. come. The, the difference is I've never come around on it. I've always been like, these fucking phonies, this is nonsense. You just wait. You just wait. Yeah, I told we'll, you see. So. we'll see. We'll see. We'll I'm see. I'm drinking. The, I'm drinking. I had a red Gatorade for this show. That's how <laughs> much then, I'm drinking. The then then Thursday, we'll probably be able to talk about the results here. But Everton, Newcastle, if there's a must win for Everton, it's that one. They got to win that game. What oh. are you doing? I mean, they're all must wins until they win one at this point. But yeah. And then I that's think a winnable I believe game. it's an FA Cup week because there's weird makeup games. So so Arsenal play on Wednesday and oh, then Villa sense. on Saturday. I think Arsenal are looking for four points from those two in any order. Sorry, I'm looking up the FA Cup fixtures. It is. Uh, and there's not really much to write home about. Middlesbrough versus Chelsea. They've taken down United and Spurs. So we'll see. Uh, Palace versus it. Everton. What if Everton get into the semifinal? They should mail, the that, game. They should mail that game in. Oh, they should or or, or try and win it. Like, just do whatever. Who cares? No, because you're not going to beat City or Liverpool or Chelsea in the next round. Like, just but go now, know, dude. No, 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 no. You never give up a trophy if you don't have to. You do for, if it's going to destroy your fucking club for 20 years. For for Palace, you go ball to leather. Sure. You're safe. What, what I'm go saying get is, that game. No, I'm go saying for it. Everton, get out of there. Like, <laughs> go figure out how to get eight more points the rest of the season, you fucking frauds. Like, just uh, then, stay in then, the division. And then we've got, we've got Wolves League. So we've got games basically the rest of the week. Uh, and then I think there's Champions League on Tuesday. I think Atletico. So well, we'll talk we have to you guys. Games. No, we've we'll talk to you guys games. a few times before that. But yes, no, we've but there's got games I mean, every day of the week. This is the game today. This is the time of year, right? So the weird thing, and, and so for the old heads on the, on the show, and we love you, um, you'll know that we've talked about how there's games thick and fast pretty much fucking what every week for the last two seasons, right? Like almost yeah, a year and a half too, because, because of all the makeups and all that yeah. stuff and, and all that. This is, as I said earlier in the show, the business end of the season where you usually do. And most clubs, teams that don't usually have midweek games have makeups, right? Um, so there's yeah, usually is- some stuff going from now until May 15th. Right. But we've got Man United Atletico tomorrow. That's, that's, Two, that's one one oh, yeah. on aggregate. We've got Ajax Benfica. That's two two on aggregate. Mm. Juventus Villarreal. That's one one on aggregate. Oh, and then we've got on, Chelsea. Villarreal. We've got fucking Tuchel driving the bus to Chelsea because they barely have money enough to fly. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how that game's gonna go. But you'd ex- Chelsea may not score, but they don't give it up to. They don't have to. They don't yeah. have two nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so Tuesday's Champions League. Wednesday's Spurs, Brighton, and Arsenal. Big big games. Thursday's Everton's. Uh, lifeline game, Wolves leads. You'd expect Leeds to lose that game, but hey, you never know. And then Villa Arsenal on Saturday, and then I believe that's it for Saturday. But I'm not sure. I'm looking right now. 
Friday. And we've got Saturday. Tottenham West Ham on Sunday, uh, which I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, I'll be at the Spurs. Oh no, no, no! That, oh no, match postponed. Yeah, yeah. All of it. All the rest is postponed. Do you have West Ham on Sunday? Yep. Oh, so you're yeah. playing during the weekend. Yes. And then Leicester Brentford. So there's a bunch of games, and we'll go through that on Thursday. But we're running late on time. But we went through. We given this is like a weird three quarter mark. We're in the home stretch kind of update episode where Mike and I are here. We took care of everything we needed to do. Mike, tell us what I need to do. All right, let's get out of here. Hey, that was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortine. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network still and Fan Hub, who we love. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. Please write reviews. We need them. And come on, city. Fuck Liverpool.